0: well my friends the time has come to raise the roof and have some fun carefully put aside the work to be done let the podcast play on play on Leon, yes, welcome back to the Quiz Cupboard. Thank you for being here. Try not to lose yourself in wild romance as we party Karamu Fiesta for about 25 to 30 minutes over the course of four rounds of trivia questions. I'm John. I'll be looking after you today. Please remember, each question has a maximum score of two points, so you're ideally aspiring to 40 points, although the real victory comes from knowing you did your best. Ready? I am. Round one this week is last in line. I'll read aloud five lists left teasingly endless. You, without further clues, just have to shout at your speaker what the last thing in that list would be had I bothered to say it. Here's question one. Alexander, Boris, Defefel, what? So, of course, when I say what there, I want you to fill in that blank, replace the word what with the last thing in that list, I'll repeat question one, it goes like this. Alexander, Boris, de Feffel, what? Yes, de Feffel. You heard me correctly. What comes last in that sequence? Question two's list goes like this. Aruba, Jamaica, Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, what? I will repeat, as always, question two again. Aruba, Jamaica... Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, what? Fill in the blank at the end of the list, he last in line if you will. Question three reads, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, what? So once again, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, what? Question four is, Blinky, Pinky, Inky, what? Once more, blinky, pinky, inky, what? Finish that list. And question five goes, Bill Bixby, Eric Banner, Edward Norton, what? And again, Bill Bixby, Eric Banner, Edward Norton, what? Brings us to the conclusion of round one, last in line. There's more. But a sire, it's a big hit. The whole village is singing it. I like that. You know I do. This gives me a feeling of power. Power! Let's get musical for round two. All answers at the end, by the way. And you are officially permitted to pause, rewind, give yourself some more time if you so wish. Uh, Next up is a False Instruments round. However, this week I've cleverly outsourced all the work to the best type of person, internet strangers. Yes, for this False Instruments YouTube edition, I've scoured some of the charming hidden corners of the increasingly popular video site and found some brilliant people covering TV theme tunes on various instruments, TV theme tunes. I think I've picked at least some that are known around the world as... I know I have listeners in a lot of different places. Hello to whoever's listening in Ghana. Get in touch. Uh, I'll tell you the name of the channel so you can check out the full version if it takes your fancy to do so. Uh, And for your answer, just tell me the name of the show and you'll get two points. I promise you that. Uh, Question one in a Western cover version by Ben Dan Productions. That's the name of the channel. uh, Goes like this. On it goes, but you get the idea, I think. Tell me the name of the TV programme, TV show, that that was the theme to, or at least originally was. That is a cover version, of course, by Ben Dan Productions. I love that one. Uh, Question two by the appropriately named Bob Music. It's a metal cover, and it goes like this. Excellent. Thank you, Bob Music. That was question two. Tell me the name of the TV show. Uh, Here's question three from accordion player, Australian accordionist Lucy Redette. Yes, once again, it's Lucy Redette there on the accordion playing, well, what exactly? The theme to what TV show? That was question three. Now, for question four, we have an Indian version of this TV theme by Mahesh Ragvan. He's quite good, isn't he? Uh, I hope you know the answer. What TV show? But even if not, it was worth listening to, wasn't it? I thought I'd let that one play out for a while because it's so nice to listen to. Question four was that one. And question five, finally, we have Camille and Kennelly, otherwise known as the Harp Twins, who are playing, oh, the harp. And it's this theme tune. Yes, the harp twins, Camille and Kennelly there, giving us a nice low stakes, relaxed ending to round two, False Instruments YouTube edition. Uh, Get your answers finalised, get everything written, jotted down, and I'll catch you on the other side of this. Okay, the dreaded round three is here. It's the round in which you shout nonsense, and bond over your shared animosity towards me. It's DeBuck zuke. It's actually really basic, so I don't know what you're so upset about. Can we just try and have a good time, etc, etc. For this round, I've partaken in my favourite hobby and recorded my own voice, this time saying the names of objects you might find in the kitchen. I've said each one three times and then reversed the audio craftily, so you'll hear the answer only backwards. All you have to do is try to figure out what I was saying. The popular technique is yelling it out as many times as possible, trying to rewind yourself slowly like Dory speaking whale, and trying to mimic my accent in a probably very insulting way. I love it, so suck it up, buttercup. Here's question one. Remember they're all things you might find in the kitchen. What am I saying here? Never, never. Yeah, there it is, the same word three times and then reversed. Uh, Sounds a little bit like what I say as well when people ask me, when are you going to stop doing this round, John? Uh, What was the original word? They only need to write it once. I'm very charitable like that. Here's question two. Again, it's the same word three times, repeated and then reversed. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's so stupid. Don't you love it? That was question two. Question three, here it is. Snirf. 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 <laughs> yeah, you know what they say about simple things. There was question three. Um, tell me what the reversed word is. Now, I'll give you a clue about questions four and five. They both consist of two words each. So listen out for that. If you are still with me, that is. Here's question four. There it was, remember two words. I hope you are using that pause function very liberally in this round. Give you a chance to uh, enunciate the clues here like an absolute weirdo and uh, hopefully get towards the right answer. Uh, Question five is our last one, don't worry. And again, remember two words. What on earth was I saying here? little tricky one to end with there for question five all kitchen related things things you might find in the kitchen that's the big clue for the whole round i bet there's one person out there who loves that round the debuck zuke round so named because that is roughly the reverse sound of quiz cupboard by the way in case you were wondering uh, the spelling is as yet undetermined Uh, there it is though it's over round three is done i wash my hands of it no i don't you may wash your hands of it if you wish Uh, round four is coming up sorry hans wrong guess would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change Breathe a sigh of relief, round four is a second the best round. It works as it always has, each question is a category and you get one guess to tell me either the first thing in that category for one point or preferably the second thing in that category for the maximum two points. For example, to go back to the classics just for a second, if the category was countries by area, you'd get only one point for Russia, which is well known as the number one largest country there is, and two points for Canada in second place, which I'd say is underappreciated for its largeness or grandeur if you're Quebecoise or indeed Quebecois. Anyway, that's how it goes. Question slash category one is this, fastest running animals. So that means land animals, of course, that's where you can run with the fastest top speed on the ground, according to the list on the academic publication wikipedia.org. Tell me either the fastest or what you think is the second fastest running animal, land animal. Um, Yes, you'll get two points for the second, one point for the first in that list. Question two slash category two is largest cities in Australia by population. What city contains the most Australians? No, it's not London. You're very funny, though. Uh, or the second-most Australians. It's fairly close, but there is a clear first and second on every single source that I checked. Again, two points for the second in that list, one point only for the first city in that list. Question three, the most popular soft drink brands in the UK? This is according to Statista.com. We're talking about non-alcoholic cold beverages by sales in the UK, last year which is 2021 for your reference so we're not talking hot drinks here no tea involved and no alcohol i'm sure the list would change a lot if those two things were included but we're talking about soft drinks cold soft drinks that is and we're talking about the brands of them not the type uh, the specific brands that people have bought number 1 or the number 2 question 4 is national flags with the most stars Now, this is a tricky one for you flag fans. The number one, I think, is very gettable. And actually, I'm going to give you a clue because this question, I think, is quite hard. The number one answer here, the flag with the most stars, these are national flags, by the way, uh, has 50 stars. 50 stars. Maybe you can guess what that is for one point. But if you want those two points, you're going to have to get the flag with the second most stars, which is 27 stars. Start stroking that chin. Remember, we are talking about independent Countries, not uh, continental unions, so the EU or the African Union, they have loads of stars, but they don't count, rest assured. We're just talking about countries, and there is one with 27 stars on it. Uh, So for two points, you can say that, or for one point, you can say the flag with the most stars. And question five types of ship in the board game, battleship or battleships, if you are from where I'm from, uh, by size. So the biggest ship or the second biggest ship they each take up uh, a certain number of squares there's a list of rules laid down in which the number one and the number two biggest ships uh, are always the same what's the biggest or preferably second biggest in that popular board game rihanna's favorite i'm reliably informed uh, and that brings us to the end of all our questions yes there are answers and they're coming after this So you've switched to your marking pen i'm pleased to see let's get the answers then for round one it's two points per right answer in the last in line round and question one the list went alexander boris de feffel what and the answer the last in line there is johnson simply enough uh the it was the name the full name of the newly former prime minister of the uk and regular normal guy boris johnson so, Johnson, for two points, is your answer there? Question two, Aruba, Jamaica, Bermuda, Bahama, Key Largo, and the answer, Montego. I hope you put Montego, and I hope you had a little sing-along between questions, because that is a list of the real places in the chorus of the Beach Boys song Kokomo, in the order that they're sung, apart from Kokomo, of course, which is not a real place. So Montego for two points. Now for question three, I'm going to do an impression of you listening to this question earlier. Ready? The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? What? The Hunger Games? Oh. Catching Fire? Hmm. What? Hmm. How did I do? Anyway, the answer is Mockingjay. We're talking about the Hunger Games novels by Suzanne Collins in chronological order. That means as they go through time in the story there. The first one I read, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, was published last, but it is a prequel. So I thought I'll stick that at the beginning because otherwise that will be last and nobody will get the right answer. So if you said Mockingjay, you get two points. Uh, Question four was, Blinky, Pinky, Inky, what... The answer is Clyde. Now, if you're one of the children from Stranger Things, you probably got this because these are the Pac-Man ghosts' nicknames, the colourful little antagonists who chase Pac-Man in the classic video game. They actually have more formal names, apparently Shadow, Speedy, Bashful and Pokey. Their original Japanese names translated to Chaser, Ambusher, Fickle and Stupid. It really feels like Inky and Clyde got the raw end of both deals there. Anyway, Clyde is your answer. He's generally listed as the final ghost. And question five, Bill Bixby, Eric Banner, Edward Norton. The answer is Mark Ruffalo, because slightly loosely, these are actors who have played the alter ego of the Marvel character Hulk in live action movies. The alter ego usually called Bruce Banner, although Bill Bixby apparently played somebody called David Banner in those early Lou Ferrigno productions. Lou Ferrigno not included in the list because he didn't actually play the alter ego, only the Hulk himself. Mark Ruffalo, that's the salient piece of information anyway. Two points if you said him. Round two was those wonderful YouTube covers of TV themes. Question one eventually sounded like this. And the answer, Game of Thrones. Of course it's Game of Thrones. Give yourself two points because you said that, didn't you? Yep, Ben Dan Productions on YouTube. Check them out. Question two from Bob Music was this. And it's the A-Team. Make your own jokes about the people who got this wrong. I'm too highbrow to do so. The A-Team is the answer for those two points. Thank you very much, Bob Music. There he goes. Now, for question three, we had an accordion version of this from Lucy Redette. Nice one this. It's The Simpsons. I think the accordion suits it very well. Take your points. You said The Simpsons. Two points for that. Lucy Redette there. Question four. Really creative. Mahesh Ragvan with an Indian version of this. I think people will have got this including you the answer is Sherlock the Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman BBC series Sherlock there from Mahesh Ragvan. and let's slip back into the warm dressing gown that is question five from Camille and Kennelly the Harp Twins and it's the world famous bit of gritty British realism that is Downton Abbey that they are playing here. Downton Abbey for two points. Which brings us on to the answers for round three. Debuck, Zuke, the reversed words. I'm going to play them all as you heard them before, in reverse and then I'm going to re-reverse them. I'm going to verse them uh, so that they are back to what they originally sounded like. Me saying something slightly oddly three times. Here's question one. never Never. Never. Oven. 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 What? Well, that's how I always say it. Yes, oven, the answer, in case you didn't catch that. Two points if you figured that one out. Here's question two again. Remember, they are all things found in the kitchen. Question two, reversed and versed. yes. Sink. Sink. Sink sink. Yeah, the kitchen sink is the answer for two points there. Knus it sounded like, didn't it? I don't know where the y sound came from. Had no idea that I was saying that sound when I said the word sink. Uh, here's question three again. Schnirf. Schnirf. Schlirf. schlirf Fridge. 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 Yeah, just wait for the annoying person with whom you're listening to this to start calling it that all the time. It is the fridge. Question four. Remember two words sounded like this. Rolling pin, rolling pin, rolling pin. pin. I think there was enough information there for you to get rolling pin. Well done if you did. Take your two points and be proud of yourself. Question five. I think maybe the most obscure kitchen item I've said, although you may disagree. Here it is. Arseholes. 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 Spice rack. Spice rack. Spice rack. It's just occurring to me quite how British it is of me to say that the spice rack is an obscure part of the kitchen. Uh, but spice rack, there is the answer for two points. Oh, I hope you're happy at the end of round three. I hope you're happy in general, but I hope you don't uh, hate me too much. Uh, Round four is second the best. And yes, we started out with the fastest running animals. Um, Land animals. Yes, obviously you have to run on land if you want to run. So we're not talking about the peregrine falcon here or anything in the sea. Top speed uh, number one here is the cheetah. I think that is well known. Uh, 75 miles per hour maximum speed, according to my favourite website, Wikipedia. And the number two here may surprise you. The ostrich apparently can hit a top speed of 60 miles per hour. So ostrich will get you two points, cheetah one point. The pronghorn and springbok come in third and fourth. And near the bottom of that list of fastest animals on Wikipedia are humans. We're nearly at 30 miles an hour, nearly there, followed closely by the wombat which can apparently maintain a speed of 25 miles per hour for 150 meters meaning if it had a running start a wombat could run 100 meters in 8.95 seconds i invite you to pause the podcast and just treat yourself to a few seconds really picturing that next up was australia's largest cities by population number one sydney number two melbourne i'm not going to mess around there Two points for Melbourne then and one point for Sydney. Like I said, it's pretty close. They're both somewhere around the four to five million people mark. Uh, but everywhere I looked, Sydney just had the edge. Number three here is Brisbane, then Perth, then Adelaide. And then you're just onto places I suspect don't exist. Shout out to Toowoomba, Wagga Wagga and Yapoon, of course. Question three, most popular soft drink brands in the UK? Uh, number one, Coca-Cola. Yep, I know. And number two is Pepsi. Fun times, right? at uh, Third here was Red Bull, four Lucasaid. five Monster. Who are these people? They must be getting a lot done with all that energy. That's all I can say. Anyway, two points for Pepsi, one point for Coca-Cola, and let's move on like we didn't see that. Number four, national flags with the most stars. The USA has 50 stars, and that is the most stars of any country's flag. So one point for that. And number two here is Brazil, which has those 27 stars I mentioned earlier, each representing a federative unit of Brazil. The last four of those were added in 1992, and thus ends the Brazil Bulletin. So Brazil for two points, USA for one. And finally, types of ship in the board game battleship slash battleships by size of ship Uh, number one here is the carrier short for aircraft carrier if you put aircraft carrier great have your one point that takes up five squares because those ships are massive and the number two answer here with four squares is the battleship yeah yeah what an anti-climax battleship will get you two points and carrier will get you one point and thus ends round four If my calculations are correct, that means we've had 20 questions, which is all I've obliged myself to give you per week, Uh, and that means it's the end of the episode, or nearly. Um, I hope you did very well. Let me know your scores if you want. Uh, Big shout out this week to Greg and Amanda for marrying each other this past weekend, and belated thanks to a different Amanda, try and keep up, on Instagram for pointing out quite rightly that way back in the mists of episode five, there was a mistake in the podcast. This can't be true. I know and actually I think you should join me in hanging our collective heads in shame that we didn't spot it. Everyone but Amanda that is. Now I won't give it away in case you're working backwards through the episodes like an absolute barbarian but it's in the beat the host round of the episode. If you hurry the erroneous answer can still be heard as of the release date of this episode but I'll get around to adding a correction. At some point soon Amanda has been awarded a rare bonus point. And in answer to your question, Amanda, yes, you can send in a round of Beat the Host. And on that note, if anyone's got anything they want to tell me, further corrections, polite or otherwise, artwork you've done on an egg, next week's lottery numbers, whatever it is, the email address is quizcupboard at gmail.com and the social media handle is at quizcupboard. Of course it is. All right, get out of here, you. Go live your life. And we'll catch up again next week with more cranial beachcombing on the quiz cupboard. Adeus. Bye.